Okay, we're back. It's the week of Christmas. It's our favorite day of the year. It is Christmas Eve Eve. So Christmas just Adam. Right. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I love that Eve Christmas Eve is the better day. And Christa, yes. Christmas Adam is just the sidekick. As it should be. As it should be. The help meet. <laughs> <laughs> this is now a feminist podcast, if you didn't know. Okay, Amanda and I are recording on our phones as we're doing a little Christmas drive and then we're going to just go enjoy our families and eat dinner but we wanted to hop on this last week of Christmas we've had a really good really good time doing the advent podcast and we're gonna be back we'll be doing some uh, New Year's podcast we'll be doing some Lent stuff I think we have um, a big feasting conversation in the books, so there's some good stuff coming up. Um, Okay, we have to start with Hamilton. We left off last week that we were getting ready to go to Hamilton the next day. Like, do you have words yet? I don't think I do. Um, yeah, it was, it was incredible, and I, I just feel like I know it sounds dramatic to be like life changing, but there is there's just something about beauty and art and music and and people who have given their entire life to it and are putting their everything out there for you. Yeah. And are sharing a story that I mean it's it like feels frivolous and so needed all at the same time like that's just it was amazing it was a beautiful experience um I I love the the music of Hamilton I think what Lin-Manuel Miranda has done is genius I didn't think it was gonna be as good going to just the Boise traveling one but I was excited Mm -hmm. and then my my stockings were blown off. <laughs> I mean, you blew those I, fishnets right off. I cried. Like, the first song just started sobbing. It was so good. Yeah. And by the end, like, I couldn't even pull myself together. It was... I just felt, like, emotionally wrung out. But then also, um, how we felt, like, leaving... When we left Moon River Festival after so many beautiful experiences listening to musicians it was just like you sat down to this most delicious feast and you were stuck to the gills yeah it was a gift it was a full-on feast and you realize how much of that stuff we've been missing and how much it's needed uh off the top of your head favorite song favorite part oh george washington's song teach them how to say goodbye oh my gosh yeah man that that guy um i don't know his name the actor's name but oh, he was incredible. incredible and yeah what what's yours I was there was a lot of a lot of moments that I couldn't catch my breath I would say the very beginning just because I was so excited yeah. that I almost like fell on the floor but wait for it wait uh, for it live I was true. catching every word and I was like tearing up and I don't know why but every every bit of it I just was like it's too much it's too beautiful so I've been listening to that on repeat at home um too just wanting to relive that my low point of the night I didn't share this with you yet and I'm gonna do it right now low point of the night you guys last week I shared that I had bought a new green corduroy dress that was gonna (laughs) be so beautiful 
I had to get cut out of it with my hair shears by my eight-year-old. Did oh, I tell you? Yes. I couldn't get it undone. I didn't know you. No, did. I, I you would. It was it. like a can <laughs> of biscuits exploding. I was like, Whitaker, come help me!" And he cut the. St- <laughs> I know. <laughs> He'll have some therapy going on later. I was like, "You need to cut this. I'm having a. I'm just panicking." And he did, and and um, so I just put on a different dress that was a little more flowy and. It was so beautiful, though. Yeah, we'll try again. We'll Nobody try again next know. year. It was wonderful. That was a gift. That was like my Christmas week kickoff. It was a total gift. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you've got a couple things to read for us. I, I had one thought that I really don't want to lose over Christmas. And it's been talked about a lot. But um, I think what I'm taking into this week and I hope into this year is there's been a few stories playing out in my life that could have gone really badly. I've just found myself in a few situations that I guess later on, maybe I'll do some storytelling in detail, (laughs) but I, it could be so fear inducing because I've just found myself in these situations that I need help, but I've realized that I'm very hemmed in and the details are worked out and there's a a strong presence with mm. me and it's not that the hard things don't exist or go away or that there's not hard issues to deal with it's just that i know that i'm not alone and i know that i that like there's something going before me clearing the way cleaning up behind me and all around me and so i've just been like this is what Jesus came for is he is Emmanuel. He's not always fixing and making everything shiny and bright. He's just sitting in all the things with us. And, um, he's so present. And that is something that we just are almost incapable of right now is just being present and not running ahead and not obsessing over the past but just being with someone in something and kind of encompassing them with their presence or your presence and bearing witness to just what they're doing. And I have felt that really strongly in these, uh, a couple of really scary circumstances that I'm like, okay, it's not that this hard thing isn't happening. It's just that I'm not alone and that, um, someone is like I'm seen and I'm known in this time and the the tiny details are kind of taken care of. So it's been really dispelling a lot of fear. And so I'm really thankful and I'm just trying to rest in this sense of Emmanuel. And honestly, then I'm taking it forward into my relationships, my kids, my friendships, everything where I'm like, this person doesn't need a fix. They need a soul sitting with them just bearing witness and and breathing in and out with them and just believing in them and uh so if I was gonna try and be like Jesus at Christmas I think I'm gonna just keep trying to be Emmanuel with people and for people uh it's made me a little bit of less of a Christian quote-unquote and more of a mystic like we've talked about where I believe that there's so much going on that I can't see that is making me a believer. You know, like mm-hmm. there's things showing up in my dreams. There's 
just this kind of this force hemming me in all around me and holding me tight. And so it's just made me look for, I think, Jesus showing up in all these (laughs) almost unholy ways, just through all these rough people or rough circumstances that I'm like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. you. You're here. You're sitting with me. So that's my ramble and rant, but that is what I want to take into Christmas and into my new year. Does that make sense? Oh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. It makes a lot of sense, and it is good. What do you got for me? I just have a couple poems and a quote from... One quote from Eugene Peterson, and then a few poems. Okay. Um, I'll start with a quote from Eugene Peterson, and then I'll finish with the poems. Okay. So... This is titled Christmas Dream. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Amiably at home with virtue and evil, the righteousness of Joseph and Herod's wickedness, I'm ever and always a stranger to grace. I need this annual angel visitation, this sudden drive by dream into reality, to know the virgin conceives and God is with us. The dream powers its way through winter weather and gives me vision to see the Jesus gift. Light from the dream lasts a year. Through equinox and solstice, I am given 12 months. Of daylight by which to build the creche where my Redeemer lives. The fetus of praise grows deep in my spirit. As autumn wanes, I count the days until I bear the dream again. Oh, that's beautiful. And then this one is First Coming by Madeline LaAngle. He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. He did not wait for the perfect time. He came when the need was deep and great. He dined with sinners and all their grime turned water into wine. He did not wait till hearts were pure. In joy he came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt. To a world like ours of anguished shame he came and his light would not go out. He came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the word made flesh, the maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane to raise our song with joyful voice. For to share our grief, to touch our pain, he came with love. Rejoice, rejoice. And then this last one, I um, love Ann Porter. Mm -hmm. And so this is... Her poem called called Attic Windows, and it's just perfect for this week and the holiday season. Oh, I love this one. Yeah, and I felt this, like, driving by, like, old farmhouses that are empty and kind of barren, except for, like, when the holidays come, all the lights are on, and there's, like, all these cars parked around it, and you just kind of mm-hmm. feel like everybody, every family probably has their their dysfunction and their silent arguments or big you know loud arguments or whatever but that's not in 2020 surely not surely not (laughs) not in this climate um but there is something about when everybody comes together for the holidays and there is there's this feeling that you get when you see like a lonely house or even um I don't know just all the lights blazing out windows that makes you feel just so I don't know just warm and and comforted inside oh my gosh okay so this is from Ann Porter called Attic Windows 
I live in a neighborhood of three-story wooden houses and in their highest gables, right up under the eaves, are small odd-shaped windows that I never notice till suddenly one evening they fill up with light and I know that my neighbor's children are home for the holidays. Mm -hmm. These are the windows of those attic bedrooms with rough rafters, rooms that are either too hot or too cold. They may contain a drum set or an empty birdcage or a broken chair, even a honeycomb the bees abandoned in the rafters. Their rooms needed only when every child is home, only on holidays and maybe close to midnight. A light in a triangular or round or fan-shaped window will all at once appear, shining above the trees. It gives off a flash of wonder, like a child's first word, or a singer touching her highest, most beautiful note of all. Oh, all three of those poems together make me feel exactly how I want to feel on Christmas, Adam. That's and we exactly even have home. snow. It's magical, right? Yeah. Yes. Snow. <laughs> I am really thankful. I'm thankful for our community who listens. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for these chats that we have, and we've had them our whole life long. Some are worse than others. <laughs> Some are grosser than others. Some have to be stopped and yeah. started again, yeah. like in this case. Yes, yes. Um, I called Amanda and I the fussy hussies, and that was not <laughs> intentional, so I had to stop recording and <laughs> start again. Um, but the, I am thankful. I'm thankful for just the offerings of other people that we're able to just steal and glean and collect it's been like a treasure hunt Mm -hmm. and i hope that you amanda have the most beautiful christmas in the middle of this wild and messy year you too yes i hope the same for you and for all of you guys we will see you next year (laughs) 